Are you a podcaster? Maybe you've got that big idea and you're looking for a network to join. The multi-award-winning Ozcast Network can get your content to eyes and ears all over the world. Join now for the first month free, and you could be featuring this sound at the beginning of your podcast. Ozcast. Simply head to ozcastnetwork.com for details. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, another episode of the Unlaced Podcast. Thank you again for coming along. As I always say, if you are new here, please give us a like and subscribe. It's how we grow. And if you've come back again, the heartbeat of the podcast, I thank you so much. A big episode today because I know we have a big following on this podcast that that are aligned to one team, the Black and White Stripes, Collingwood Football Club. So I know some of you will be out uh, happy out there because... We've done a bit of work to get this man on. I know he's been following the podcast and he's, he's done a few podcasts of late, but Bo McCreary, thank you for coming on the show, mate. Oh, thanks for having me. Should be good. Yeah. Can't wait, mate. You've done a few of these of late. Yeah. No, I had that one with Prime. Um, yeah. So they're getting used to it. Actually, have you seen, mate, Prime's copping some heat in the local footy oh. scene. I feel sorry for him, bro. Yeah. Me and my brother were talking about that the other day. Um, yeah. It's pretty full on, but I guess it probably grows his following in a way. Yeah. Everyone's paying attention, so- I feel like what he's doing is pretty amazing in that sense because he puts himself out there and then he gets obliterated. He seems like he's a he's a pretty good footy player too. Yeah. And the league he's playing in from all reports is a is a decent standard in Victoria. So Yeah, well I think Joey Richards, who's we who Collingwood just picked up, was playing for Wangarada oh, really? Magpies last year. So that's uh, okay. the same leagues and he got picked up, so yeah, I haven't seen Prime play personally, but I've seen a few of his highlights. Oh, well, shout out Prime. Yeah. Keep doing, doing what you're doing, mate. But um, nonetheless, how are you going, mate? How's life? Yeah, good flying. Um, body's good. We're playing good footy and outside of footy, I'm cruising. So, no, it's good. It's a pretty pretty good time to be a part of the Pies, I think. Like, I don't know, because you came in, in in 2020, which we'll go into, but um, you could, you probably couldn't have asked for like a better, better environment as a young player to go into, uh, even though you wouldn't know any better. Just yeah. from looking from the outside, it seems like a, a happy place to be. Yeah, 100%. The first, well, 2021 was a bit strange. Obviously, we had a few controversial things with like Bucks and how we were playing. We, had, we struggled a bit, but like I was a first-year player like playing as well. Like I was over the moon. Like, yeah. Didn't really think too much of it. But then when Fly came in, um, the whole dynamic changed. And yeah, it's like the last two years have been unreal. Oh, so. so you had a, probably a bit of a your, – your early start was a little bit turbulent in a sense, change of coaches, change of personnel. Yeah. So you've, you've probably have experienced some noise, so you can probably appreciate what you've got now a little bit instead of just being a bit naive to like, well, this is just how every club might be. Yeah, for 100%. Example. Yeah. Obviously the whole stuff with Bucks was strange and, but like, yeah, I got along with Bucks really good. So yeah. I didn't really buy into it too much. Um, Just sort of kept playing footy and yeah, it worked out. And then when Fly came in, it was just like a new coach, didn't really know anything about him, just knew he was from um. Pretty well, Christie's Beach, where I'm from in Adelaide. So that was pretty oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. So we've got that in common. Um, but yeah, no, he's obviously changed the team and we're obviously flying at the moment. So it's unreal. My One of my favorite things about you is your hair. And it's like Napoleon Dynamite kind of vibe, but yeah. like the length. You got you got like a black person's hair and a white person's body. <laughs> so, Spot on, yeah. yeah. You, yeah. You, 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 is that like one of those hairstyles for you that is going to stick for forever? Like you, you're going to struggle to go short when it's yeah. when it's long and it's people love it. Yeah, it's hard to go. It's hard to lose it. It's a tough one. I've probably seen Mum's got the exact same hair as me, so um, <laughs> yeah, I sort of got it from her. But yeah, I don't know. I've been I've had long hair since I was probably like twelve, I reckon. Like, and I've probably haven't really got it cut. I've only cut it myself. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I've, tr- I've thought about going short last year. I was real close, but I've got people in my ear telling me to cut it, like, and then 
people telling me to keep it because they love it. But then like, I think I just look like a little Darrow if, yeah. if, if I shave my head up, to be so honest you. tie it up for when you play, don't you? Yeah. And then that doesn't affect you. No. Nah. Do people don't pull it in shit, do they, on the nah. field? No one's done that. No, nah, I don't reckon. I play with it nonstop, which pisses me off. Right. And I just, yeah, my hair annoys me and I hate that I have to tie it up because I don't really like tying it up. Yeah. But I used to play with a headband, but it looks ridiculous with a headband. Yeah, you cut a bit of flack for that. Yeah, and it's just... Yeah, I'd love to shave it, but I just don't know that I could do it. Eh? <laughs> well, I have to get I have to get the elephant out of the room because you just mentioned your mum, Mrs. McCreary, who I kind of term as Coach Carter after yeah. her speech. But um, with that moment, and this is one of the the things that's probably most endearing about the Pies now and and Craig McRae and so forth. But did you know that was going to happen before? Nah. So you just got stitched up as yeah. anyone there in yeah, that well, moment. It sort of got like a few. People said about it like, oh, because um, I did the 360 interview and we um, uh, we both mentioned how she does like a pump-up speech and that um, back in the day. And then I was, sort of a few people said it around the club and I just didn't think anything of it. And then as soon as Fly sort of started the intro, I was like, oh, fuck, here we go. Knew and, it was coming. and then as soon I was more like, you look, when you watch the footage back, I look like real embarrassed and like head down, like hands, <laughs> head in hands. But I was just like, fuck, don't fuck this up. Like, please, because it's like sort of, like if single uh, single swim uh, what is it single swim yeah yeah single swim and I was just like oh if she fucks this up it's gonna be bad but <laughs> I said just maybe have a like I was just like surely you had a few champagnes like get you up and about <laughs> like but yeah she got it done in the end so it was pretty funny mate the best part was like how she kind of started started sort of like into a I guess a bit of an introduction and then she just ramped it right up and you just hear all the boys <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was the, the best the boys wrote it which was the best part like, yeah she said to me after, she was like, I was so nervous because, like, she's good at that stuff. She gets along with, like, she's good, like, good talker and all that. But when she came in, I was just like, oh, you've got to nail this. Like, it's, oh. a, it's a big thing coming in, especially Collingwood, like, Mate. even any AFL team. It's pretty intimidating. And then she said, she sort of said one thing. She looked up and she seen, like, Pendles. And she said, and, like, he's probably a hard one to crack, I reckon. <laughs> yeah. But she said she seen him laugh and she was like, oh, I got this. And then she looked down, kept going. Crispy was laughing. Maynard was laughing. And then I think she just fucking. Yeah, she dominated. Yeah, she had a crack and. Yeah, the boys got around it. So what do you mean she used to do it back in the day? What, she used to like rev up your footy teams and nah, stuff? That's what footy, I was going to say. Nah, 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 a nah. thing. <laughs> no, nah, just me or my brother in the car. Oh, right. she used to obviously take us to juniors, but yeah. in the car she'd be trying to give us space. We'd just be thinking, shout out. <laughs> no, nah, it obviously worked. Oh, uh, shout so. out Mrs. McCreary. She was, that was outstanding. And I actually heard um, Lee Montagna and Nick Rewalt speak about it, and they were like, they were kind of looking back on their careers, and they're like, they wish – they had have done something like that. Not necessarily have like a, a mum come in and talk, but they were so serious their whole career. And you guys are obviously playing oh, yeah. the highest standard of footy in the competition at the moment and are still having fun. Oh, yeah. Like I think fly away. There's always a gag before a game in a way. Like there's just make – it's always – there's always something funny that gets the boys up. Like we always celebrate Johnny Noble's birthday. It's not even his birthday. <laughs> really? um, we'll take the piss out of like Darcy Cameron or there's always something that's pretty funny. Or like we do like pump up clips, but we might throw something in there that just makes everyone laugh. Like, yeah, there's always something. We're always celebrating someone or something. So that's that's cool. But still, uh, side bottoms three hundredths was a few weeks ago, um, and I I don't know if this is true, but didn't didn't he do something pretty unique for that from a speech point of view? Yeah, he did actually. Yeah, before before game, um, we're obviously at Marvel. And he's walked out with like a bald cap on and like a beard, like sticky beard, which was pretty funny. I was like, I was so confused. I was like, what's going on? But then it was obviously still. And then he had like a Collingwood Guernsey, oh, like shirt on, but it had like Coxie 
and steal on it. It was pretty funny. And uh, then they did like all these photos with like Coxie's body, Steel's head, <laughs> and then Steel's body, Coxie's head. And I was, yeah, it was gold. Is he coming up with all this or is it, is it like a backroom staff as well that's like well and truly invested in all this kind of yeah, banter and humor? Yeah, I don't think Fly would be able to come up with it all himself. <laughs> but no, nah, there's a few lads that get behind it. Um, But yeah, there's some funny stuff that goes on for sure. So you've, uh, we spoke just before we came on that you pretty much had never really come to Victoria before you got drafted. So yeah. well and truly a South Australian boy. And uh, I actually obviously lived in Adelaide for a couple of years and my roommates actually, Save Gotch and Brett Eddie, they'll love me for the shout out. Um, they played for South Adelaide Panthers oh. down in Norlunga. Unreal. Which is obviously you're a yeah, South Adelaide Panther. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I, mate, I used to go down there every second weekend and watch games in the car park in my car and just toot the horn yeah, and have a few cans level. and just yeah. like, yeah, yell abuse. And at that time they had like, I can't remember how many players were there, but they had Michael Wanke, they had Keegan Brooksby, yeah, who went to yeah, AFL, yeah. and Caleb Daniel. Oh, yeah. They had, a pretty, like, they had a pretty good team. Nick Little and yeah. um, Joel Cross, they were like always gunning for the McGarry. Yeah, they, were, they were freaks. Yeah, yeah, I played with Joel Cross, um, Keegan, and then he got drafted, and then then I got drafted, and now he's back playing there. Um, but, yeah, no, nah, it's a good, good team down there. It, how old? Because how old is it? Like I imagined, and Caleb Daniel probably wrote the script of this because he was – you know, everyone always said he's probably too small and so forth, but he was yeah. as tough as nails. But he was yeah. young. He was obviously pre-draft age, I think, at the time maybe. I don't know how old he was. Yeah, okay. Um, But you would have been obviously under 18 playing senior footy. Yeah. And Sample's not a bad standard by any stretch. So how did you kind of cope with the rigours of that? Um, yeah, well, I didn't get – I got picked up the year after my draft year, so I was 19. Um, so I was 19 playing league. But, yeah, no, I was good. I You're was sure, I think. I sort of I was always a real skinny kid, and then my brother was always like pretty solid, so he was always into me, trying to get me into the gym. And then I probably put on a fair bit of weight between like seventeen and nineteen, so that probably held me in good stead playing league. But um, yeah, I don't know. I was just I played local footy and played A grade against men, so like I sort of got that out of the way as a young fella, as like a sixteen, seventeen year old playing against men, and it didn't really bother me too much. So right. and yeah, it doesn't. So yeah, there, and then the pathway, I mean, like me, school seems like it wasn't for you. I, I was never really a big fan of school. Like I, I dropped out at 15. I think oh. you dropped out at 17. Yeah. So yeah. Well, I finished year 12. Oh, you did finish? Yeah. But like, I don't know what they call it here, but I didn't do an, didn't get an A. Oh, okay. Or, yeah. So no, I did the does. same thing. Yeah, I, because yeah. I, I went to the AS in Canberra and it was called, called oh, yeah. accredited, yeah, yeah. which is like, you just have to turn up. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter yeah. your grades. Well, I went to a trade me. school from like year 10 to year 12, which was like, you do one one full day a week. You just do like the trade that you picked, and the rest, yeah, you did fuck all to be honest. So the carp because you went into carpentry, yeah, yeah. So did at one point did even though that probably was a plan B, yeah. Did you think that would end up like potentially having to become a plan A if like footy didn't pan out? Was that yeah, sort of the, the mindset behind it? Yeah, yeah. So I was doing a school based apprenticeship. Um, I was playing local footy with my mates, like work all week, train when I could, and then play. Go have a few beers. It was, it was pretty cool. And I think that's sort of what held me in good stead in AFL. Like yeah. I sort of got that out of the way as a eight, 17, 18 year old, which I think helps now. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, yeah. Played local footy for a few years there, which was a lot of fun. But um, yeah, I was a carpenter for probably nearly two years, I think. Yeah. So nah, it was good, but yeah, it wasn't for me, I don't think. No, well, nah. Nick, Nick Newman from Carlton spoke to us about this because he ended up, he he was like drafted, I can't remember if he's like 23 or something, 21, 22, 23, something like that. So he worked like yeah. in the trades and on the sites, barrowing and shoveling yeah, rock and stuff. Good, yeah. yeah, but he actually said it like actually kind of, 
helped him appreciate being an AFL footballer. And he was like, he was thankful for that experience because like obviously majority of people that go in their draft age, they they don't, they've never had any other career and they go making to making some pretty decent money. From 18, yeah. Yeah, from 18. So for you, it's probably now you're, you're you're probably loving everything that's happening. Yeah, I can imagine. I sort of always thought that as soon as I got picked up, like a lot of the boys I got picked up with were like fresh out of living at home. Straight from year 12, probably like the big dogs at their school, straight into AFL, onto good coin. Like, mm. they've had it pretty good. Um, not that I haven't, but yeah, like that working like nine to five or seven to four yeah. every morning. Um, I think it helps you. Like, I don't know, figure out money, all that. Like, you know how hard you got to work because you, like, I think I was on like $11.50 <laughs> as the first year carpenter. Is that like, even legal? <laughs> like, or something like that. Yeah, like, not much at yeah. all. Um, yeah. Which is like, I think it was like 480 bucks a week. And like, wow. You don't tank a fuel when you go out on the weekend. It's yeah, that's well it. Yeah. It's done. Yeah. yeah. Buy something for your car or something. <laughs> but yeah. So yeah, I think that's definitely helped. Um, especially with like the work ethic. Like one of my best mates got delisted and then started doing a bit of like tradie work. And I think he realized pretty quick, like, fuck, like AFL, you have it pretty good. Yeah. Um, and he was lucky enough to get picked up last night, which is unreal. And I'm so happy for him. But, um, yeah, and I think that'll hold him in good stead now that he's got another opportunity. I think he would um, absolutely kill it now. I think. So did you? Did you? Because you missed your draft year, right? Yeah. So did you? I wouldn't say you gave give up on it, but I mean that the chances obviously become a little bit slimmer yeah. because even though there's so much talent, I mean we spoke about this before in this podcast. Like Callum Wilkie is like the greatest example yeah. of this. He's like vice captain of the Saints and was yeah. playing Sample and doing accounting or something like that. <laughs> but I mean, how hopeful for were you sort of after that draft year? that you were going to go into the AFL, did you start to think it was going to be less likely or were you always really sort of focused and confident that you would get picked up? Nah, not at all. So it was always <laughs> sort of like my brother's dream to play AFL. Like My brother was a classic like freak junior footballer, loved his footy, like watch every AFL game and I was just like the pure opposite. Like I was still a good junior but like sort of took the piss in a way. Didn't watch any footy, like footy, I didn't pay any attention to it. But um, I played like SNFL to under 16s pretty well. And then it was just like, nah, we want a flag at Glenelg. And I was just like, this ain't me. Like, I just wasn't enjoying it. Really? Even winning a flag and stuff. That's when you know. Yeah. And like, I was the only one from my league playing for Glenelg, if that right. makes sense. Okay. Like, the rest were in my league, like, local league were playing for South. Okay. Um, and I had a year off, played local footy, won a flag with, like, my best mates. Like, and that's where I'm talking, like, was a carpenter, play on the weekend. Like, we were a pretty dominant team. Like, it was just so much fun. Like, played yeah. with my best mates. Didn't have to worry about it. We'd play like A grade and, or, and like either 17s or A grade. And then I thought, I should probably have a crack, eh? Like, my dad was just like, mate, you gotta, you don't want to be doing this. Like, I know you're better than this. Um, And then I went out to South Adelaide and played my 18s year, which was my draft year. It was my first year back in SNFL. And I was real up and down, eh? Like, round one, killed it. Played, like, the best game I've probably ever played to footy. And mm. then from there, it was shit. And then played a good game and then was shit again. Yeah, consistency's hard, man. Oh, it's the hardest thing to do in yeah. sport. And that's where I probably found like I was starting to get injured, just like annoying stuff. I sort of and didn't I didn't talk to any AFL clubs, I don't think. And I was just like, no, nah, I'm not gonna get oh, So you didn't even have like a sniff in your draft year, like nah, not even a conversation. I don't even think anyone knew who I was. That nah. is insane to yeah. me when you think about it now. Like you look back in twenty twenty three, like what the hell? Yeah, and like my round one I turned it on like I kick six or something like which I don't do these days, that's for sure. <laughs> Still nothing. And then draft. And then the next year I was like, I was pretty well just said to dad, I was like, I'll give it one go at league. And if I don't play, I'm just going to yep. call it quits and play local. Like, 
So you, so this was you were just going to give one more crack at Sample, yeah, the equivalent of AFL in South Australia. Yeah, I was nineteen. Not I was even just like, thinking AFL. Just like I have one more sort of. Yeah, I was just like, hopefully fun. I can. If I can play league footy, then I'll play. Mm. If not, like, I don't really want to be training three nights a week wow. for no reason. So it was that much a of a sliding door for you, in a way. And then my brother, um, obviously, didn't end up getting drafted and played a bit of country footy and that. And then he was like, "I'm going to come out with you," and I was like, "Oh, that'll help." Like. Yep. He's pretty motivated with all that stuff, and shout out to him. I probably wouldn't be playing AFL if it wasn't for him. Wow. Um, How old's your brother? He's 25. 25. Now. Is he still playing for Souths? Nah, he's playing back as Marsh now. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah, he is too. So, oh, so he, he moved up here? Yeah, he moved here like a couple months ago. Oh, how good's that? So that's unreal. But um, yeah, like even like late nights, I wouldn't want to go to training, and he'd be like, mate, you've got to go. Yeah. Like, and he'd, he'd be like, I'm not going if you're not going, and then he'd end up taking me because I didn't want to go. And, yeah. Um, but we were playing decent footy and I still wasn't standing out. Like I was playing week in, week out league footy. Mm. Um, didn't get dropped once. So there was a bit of hope. And then I remember one day I was working and Sydney called me and I was like, well, a random number called me. And I don't know why I wouldn't usually pick it up, but I picked up and then it was Sydney. And I was like, oh, that ain't it. They got the wrong number or something. <laughs> eh? uh, rang my brother straight away and I was just like, oh, that's pretty cool. But didn't really hear too much. Probably spoke to like five or six AFL clubs and then. Yeah, and then the draft story was pretty full on from there. So what, Collingwood? So did Collingwood even speak to you before picking yeah. you up? I had one meeting with them. One meeting. One. So yeah. did, so Sydney. So any other clubs you met with? It was just Sydney called you, and yeah. then Collingwood you met I with. Think it was like Sydney, West Coast, Essendon, Collingwood, maybe Brizzy. Like, so you had a lot of clubs because you you kind of the way you've just framed that was that you weren't you're playing week in week out, but you weren't playing like your best footy. No, nah. you're obviously doing something right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I don't know they, what they've they seen just, in me. Eh? But, yeah. Well, what you doing? Yeah. yeah. Um, Maybe you're just a harsh critic. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, obviously heard from them a few clubs, which was pretty exciting. And then, but I still I met with the manager and he didn't want me. Like I don't. So I don't think there was much hope of me getting picked up. Um, and then the manager I got now, Greg Size. Um, even we sort of had a pretty firm chat. Like he was pretty honest. He was, I don't think you'll get picked up in the national. Yeah. Um, he said, if anything, it would be rookie. And I was like, I don't care what it is. <laughs> like if I get picked up, I'll be a happy man. Um, but yeah, the draft came around and lucky enough. Yeah. Well, mate, pretty, pretty special place to go. Like, I mean, I think, I think in as much as I used to hate saying it, Collingwood's probably to me the biggest sporting club in the country. Like it's from just like a members base, the, Revenue, the performance, yeah. the competition—like everyone, if you if you go for them, you bleed and die for them. If you don't, you hate them. Kind yeah. of vibes. So, but speaking more more so now, I mean, it's arguably one of the hardest teams to get into because yeah. obviously you're performing so well, and yeah. you've done really well to you know so early in your career to be um, a consistent performer and consistent player in that 22, yeah. which is not easy. I mean, you've got such a pretty talented forward line as well. But for, for you, it must be pretty exciting to be a part of it. Yeah, it's strange to think that um, we're probably what number one team at the moment, but and I'm still getting a gig every week. Yeah, it's pretty like sometimes I'm like I look at other teams. I was like, there's no way I'd get a gig there, but I'm playing in the number one team. Like you might. So what's what's for you when you're stepping out and like the mindset is is are you a pretty free, happy go lucky guy? Or are you pretty not not going to say nervy, but you need to sort of tick some boxes to make sure you're playing again the next week. You know how some guys sort of yeah. live week to week? Yeah, like what's yeah. sort of your mindset in that space? Uh, you just, nah, I'm pretty cruising. But I see, I think that helps you. Yeah. No, I just, well, like I sort of touched on before, like I'm not really a big footy guy. Like, <laughs> I love that. Even when I got drafted, like like Hayden Skipworth was my forward coach and he's now the mids coach. He's just like, bro, you got to watch more footy, eh? And I was just like, 
I just don't. Some people don't, though, man. It doesn't do much for me. But yeah. saying that, since my brother's moved in, he watches quite a bit and I sit on the couch with him and watch a bit more now. So I'm slowly learning. But in my first two years, like, I'd be, I'd put up a team and I would know, like, three or four of their players. Oh, right. Okay. And they'd be like, boy, you're playing on him. And I was like, yeah. I don't know. I yeah. sort of like that, though. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, I rock up on the day and I don't know who you are. And so it doesn't bother me. Well, because you just control what you could control. Yeah. I'm I just, mean, do you know what I mean? I could be playing on an all Australian defender, but I don't really care. Sometimes being naive can help. Yeah. Like, I'm not and, nervous about thinking they're going to sit on my shoulders or anything. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, stuff like that probably helps. But people also, um, like, people may think, oh, that's not a good thing, but also people don't understand how much time you're at the footy club, oh, like, yeah. and how much footy you're yeah. doing. So it's also important to, like, switch off. Yeah. Like, 100%. some people naturally, like, for them, switching off is watching footy, but yeah. for other people, it's not. Nah. Like, I used probably. to be very similar with soccer. I used to, like, not want to even, like... I didn't want to talk to people about new soccer. Yeah. So, you know, so that extent I would go to. It was just um, like, even when I talk about footy with people, it's like, yeah, you, I feel like I'm not, even like people that don't play AFL, I'll be talking to them. I feel like I don't fit into the conversation because yeah. I don't know enough about it. Yeah. Which is, which is weird. <laughs> that is so funny. Like, even like they'll be, I don't fit yeah, in. Like they'll be talking about players and I'm like, I don't even really know. You're who lining is, up eh? with Brody Bychek and Jamie Allen every week. It's like, mate, I've got to sit out this conversation because I don't well. think I know what I'm talking about. Well, all the boys know that in meetings, I'm just sitting there like, <laughs> don't ask me a question. Oh, and, we love but, that then. Yeah, I'm slowly getting there. Obviously, like I said, with my brother helps and I'm watching well even now like I know a lot more players and all my mates are playing AFL so I wa- I like to watch them like yeah and I, was, I grew up going for port so yeah whenever they're on I'll watch them but yeah they're not I, I mean yeah. they're doing well this year. Yeah and then obviously yeah. on Francis um yeah he's grew, a South I, Adelaide boy. Yeah I played with him. I used to take him to most trainings he didn't have his license. Wow. But um yeah I enjoy watching him because I know how good he actually is. So what's what's he like from a obviously he's, to be fair I've it's awful what's really sort of happened to him in regards to like people going at his character yeah, at such a young age and stuff. But can you give us some insight into him? Like, obviously we know he's such a talented footy yeah. player, but what's he sort of like as a bloke? Cause yeah, well, when I was um, at South, like quiet fella, didn't do much outside of footy. He was pretty driven. Like probably one of the best footballers I've seen. Eh? Like really 17 year old, I was 19 playing league with him and he'd just do like the, like little things. I'd just be like, fuck, like this bloke's a freak. Eh? Like, <laughs> So strong, shrugs people off, like like no one can tackle him. He'll sit on his shoulders, like he's fair good, eh? And then watching him in his first year or two, well, first year at um, North was probably hard because I knew how good he was. Yeah. Um, but now watching him play at Port, like he's starting to show and I love watching him play, like I reckon he's a freak. So. Yeah, I think it's, man, it's pretty exciting. I'm just happy for him because like you don't want to see anyone nah. not realise their potential, not even because of themselves, because everyone else is just slating them around him for Spot on. Being, being a kid, I man. Like, bro, he's 18. Like, well, he's probably, what, no, maybe 19, 20 now. Yeah. But, like, but he's still like, I still class it as a kid, bro. I'm oh, 30 yeah. now and I'm like, man, at 20, I had no idea what he's the not fuck was going on. He's 21, man. Like, yeah. I reckon like, obviously Dacos is like, obviously a freak um, and he's so good, but like, Different players, um, yeah. but yeah. I Different reckon. environments too. Oh, yeah. I mean, Dacos come to an environment that from the get-go, we love you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? On. We will do everything Jace for you. Had, well, they both had to prove their point, but yeah. Yeah. No, I think what Jace is doing now is unreal. He's playing, obviously, a lot better footy. Um, I watched him the other week and he turned it on and he just reminds me a bit of like a Paddy Dangerfield. Like, yeah. Strong, yeah. quick, like, it'd be hard to play on that. Yeah, Porter, sure. Porter got a gem, no yeah. doubt about it. For, for you, like... The things that I love about you and the things that I think why the Collingwood fans love you is your pressure. You're, you're, for a white guy, you're one of the fastest blokes alive. I mean, you probably do Bobby Hill over, you know, a 40-yard dash, no problems. And obviously your, your tackling, like, are, are, are facets that 
of the game of footy are non-negotiables, but are really yeah. high value and, and people love that. Yeah. Like are the, the coaching staff kind of enforcing on you certain things that they love you to go out and do, like to focus on, because I, I assume they're probably not going out, we need you to kick 10 every week no. type thing. So yeah. what sort of the stuff that they'd be, you know, putting in your ear to really focus on game day? Yeah, I think that's what's huge for me is just like the reminder that I don't need to have 15 and kick two a game. Like, yeah. and if I do, unreal. But if not, like... I could probably have five touches a game and if I play my role, I chase like fuck, tackle, <laughs> tackle hard, like stuff like that, put on pressure, turn over the ball, um, then they're going to be happy at the end of the day. So I think that's just what like a lot of the coaches say, like just do what you're good at, like the rest will come. Yeah. And I think this year it's slowly starting to, starting to come, like I'm starting to get more of it, starting to kick a few more goals, which is good, but um. Yeah, it's unreal. They obviously back me in a lot, which is cool. So. Yeah. I mean, for for your team, you play with some pretty elite superstars. Yeah. Uh, is, you might be a bit naive to like even worrying about it because you don't really watch footy as much, but there's sort of some of the players that you love running out with that you just think are, are absolute superstars. I mean, when when I watch Collingwood, it's hard to not think everyone is, but yeah. for you individually, like is there some players up close that you really appreciate more so when you, when you play and train with them? Yeah, I just think like, some of the boys are freaks. Like, they're so good. Like, <laughs> even, like, just watching the boys at training sometimes, I'm just, like, watching them kick set shots and stuff. I'm like, why can't I do Like, I feel, <laughs> I feel like I can't do that, but I'm playing with them the same day every week. So it's just, like, <laughs> I can do it. I just don't think I can watching them. Yeah. But yeah, just, like, I remember, like, in one of my first trainings um, when I met Geordie, he was walking off and he just got the pill, like, at the junction and was, like, coffee. And I was, like, Young fella, I was just like, oh, yeah. And he kicked it, and I was like 50 metres from the junction, drop punt. I was just like, bro. Like, and then and then he was like, watch this, grabbed another pill, did it again. I was just like, what oh, the fuck? Like, I'd kick one out of 10, I reckon. He yeah, just slotted two in a row. Yeah. Just stuff like that. But um, yeah, even we do a lot of goal kicking after, just mucking around, and some of the boys are just freaks. But, yeah, so likes are like, yeah. I think the good thing about us, we don't, like not many just have like 35 and a couple goals each game. It's just such a team yeah. environment. Like Everyone seems to perform and do like what they're required yeah. to do. Like which usually is- when we pump a team, like everyone's kicking two, three goals. Yeah. Like, and that's the cool thing. No one's kicking six and seven, yeah. like, which is cool. Um, I think everyone helps everyone. Like we're better if we play as a team, we will play much, so much better than individuals. So I think that's the cool thing. Hey, Legends, just a quick break in this episode to thank our partners, Dabble, the gambling agency, where you dabble socially and gamble responsibly. Please only bet what you can and are willing to lose. Now, Dabble is one of the great platforms out there. I absolutely love using it. Very similar to Instagram, where you can follow some of the head honchos in the different sports, copy their bets, and get some good wins on the board. Now, fortunately for me, I've been working with Dabble for over a year. This year, we are doing a stream every Tuesday night. It's called Jake's Take. It's from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m., where you can go in the Double app, you can join me. We get guests on every week. We bet on the dogs. We have an absolute ball, and they're talking about sport and cutting up the shop around what's going around town across all codes. So come on down, check it out. Double socially, gamble responsibly, and let's get back into the episode. I just want to highlight on Geordie a bit as well because I know personally how much he's sort of sacrificed in the game and um, particularly the last 12, uh, people will think it's just this year, but I think the last 12 to 18 months, I kind of shut down his life off the field yeah, in a 100%. sense of like all in on footy, all in on Collingwood, yeah. all in on like, you know, all chips in on himself type thing. 
Like, have you noticed in his, obviously his game now, people are sort of saying this is the Geordie we always thought he would be and all that sort of stuff. But have you noticed how much sort of he's put into the game to for it to reward him back over that sort of last 12 to 18 months? Yeah, I think everyone used to give him shit because he just used to get the ball and go forward. But I think this year, especially like I've noticed like he chases a lot harder now. He works back harder and yeah, just the, the work he puts in, like just doing hands and stuff like that in the morning and stuff, I um, was just like, oh, like he probably never did that. Mm. And it's sort of, it's showing this year, like, bro's a freak at the moment. Yeah, so I know, man. It's hard to, I hate talking about him because <laughs> I, I don't, yeah, he would give me shit for it. Yeah, but, I can't wait. Yeah, he's fucking pretty good, eh? Yeah, yeah he's, he's, he's pretty special. Yeah. Well, who, what, what do you get up to sort of off the field? Because if, you, if you're pretty away from footy, like what's the things that you would enjoy to do? Um. Whatever, I eh? Just hanging out with the fellas. I feel like both, mate, you might be one of the most chillest blokes I've ever met. Yeah, no, just like- <laughs> You yeah, go with the wind, bro. Cruising, yeah. Obviously, like, my cars and my motorbikes and stuff like yeah. that. So I'm always wasting my money on my car somehow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've just started a clothing brand with Caleb Poulter, actually. Oh, so Is it out? Nah, it's not out yet. It's sort of still in the works. So there's still a lot to do, but- Can um, we plug it or, you, or is, is it still needs to be announced before we plug it? I was got an Instagram, but that's about it. It's called Rager, so. Oh, there we go. Get um, on it. We'll just be doing hoodies and tees, so. But, yeah, yeah, that's a fun process. There's a lot to learn. It's a lot harder than I thought it would be. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's probably more expensive than I thought it would be, but it's cool. It's kept, obviously, Caleb's not playing with me anymore, so it's kept us really close. Um, but, yeah, it gives me something to focus on outside of footy and get the get everyone off my back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I think it's a good thing though, man, because it kind of gives you a different focus. Yeah. And also I think like fully careers, you know, it's a timeline. Yeah, like it's a short, on. it's a small part of your life. So yeah, you got to get, uni. yeah, no. well you got to get good at something else at <laughs> yeah. some point, even if you're in the top 5% yeah, well, to keep yourself going. Like, like, I never think of myself playing like, like being a 30 year old playing footy. I look at myself, like I can't see myself being a 30 year old doing what I'm doing. Like, I don't know, not that my body won't hold up. I just, I've got to get, better to be able to play at that age, I think. Yeah. Um, You're pretty young. I mean, yeah. what, how many games have you played? Um, like, mid-40s. Yeah, mid-40s. I mean, that's oh, that's actually quite a lot. Yeah, I think my first year. I'm you played, yeah, well, you've played injury, quite so. a lot of games, though, in all the opportunities you could play a game. You've, yeah. you've had a pretty, like, really good start in yeah, that sense. which is cool. So I think I needed something outside of footy, get out the coaches off my back about going to uni or something like that because right. uni ain't me. I can't be. Do they, do they sort of enforce the like Collingwood footy club to like do other things as well, like to keep you active or certain people? Um, I think well, they just try and set you up for footy. Uh, post-life. Yeah, post-life, yeah, which is because it's obviously such a hard transition. You hear people talk about it a lot. You go from the footy club to what skills, like like we sort of spoke about before, you go from an 18-year-old to straight into footy. Mm. Um, you don't really have too many skill sets outside of footy, but. Yeah, I just wanted something else. I'd, I'll probably end up getting on the tools after footy, <laughs> I'm sure. But yeah, like a clothing brand or something, something I've always been interested in. So hopefully it goes all right. But um, Poltz is at the doggies now, so yeah, bit of rivalry good on there. Him. That'd, but, oh, it's good for him. Hopefully he gets a gig there because they're, yeah. they're actually doing really well too, Bulldogs. Like they're they're a side that's a bit of a smoky this year too. Yeah, oh, 100%. Yeah, they make, make you nervous when you play against them, yeah. I reckon. But yeah, super proud of him. He obviously worked pretty hard. Over the last six months or whatever, he hasn't been on a list. Um, it was a bit of a rough time for him. So yeah, now that he's back, I was pretty. I was. I watched it last night. Like I rushed home from dinner, 
sat on my couch like hand in hands. Like, I was so nervous, eh? <laughs> I was more nervous than my draft. But um, <laughs> was, I was going to go to his earlier, but I was I don't want to be there if he doesn't get picked yeah, up. Yeah, that's eh? the worst. I watched I watched that. I, I don't think there was a documentary on Prime about. The agents. Yeah, have yeah. you seen that? Yeah, no, I haven't seen it. But I, I don't want to name it. any names because yeah. I actually couldn't even name it if I tried. But there was two of them that were supposed to go high, and one of them got a bit injured the year before and didn't go as high as he should, and his mate got yeah. drafted, and then oh. the other one just broke down crying. Yeah, it's a rough. And it's like that is exactly why I don't like cameras yeah. in people's faces no, for that 100%. sort of shit. It's a very personal and emotional thing. Yeah, and as soon as I heard his name, like I was up, eh? I was so excited. Like ran to my car, like called his missus. I was like, "Can I come over?" And she's like, "Yeah, yeah." He's over only around the corner. So I like booked there and ran in, gave me a big hug. So were you? Was did you have any that sense of emotion when you got picked up by the pie? Something strikes nah. me as you <laughs> well, touching on that. No, I didn't know I was going to get drafted. I was thinking maybe. The so were you watching the next it day. though? Were you watching the drafting like in hope? Or luckily, no, not in hope really. Like I worked that day, went to training that night for South, and all the boys that thought they were going to get drafted didn't go to training, and I was like. Oh, a bit on that. Like, I reckon you still go away. Eh? Like, yeah. still your team at the end of the day. Yeah. So I went and everyone's, I got questioned a lot. Like, do you think you'll get picked up? And I was like, nah. Wow. Um, I was at my ex-missus house um, with uh, her family and uh, my brother messaged me like, bro, it's too late. Because it was like, I think I got picked up like quarter to 11 or something. Wow. Like, which you, you were 40, pick 44. 44, yeah. Yeah. And he messaged me, like, I'm going to bed, like, it's too late. Like, you got to be <laughs> up at probably stay up. 5.30 in the morning for yeah, work. Fair so enough. I was like, no, nah, that's fair. Dad was in bed. Mum was watching it, but she'd just gone to the dunny. Oh, no. When my name got called out and I, was, I got home, showered, walked upstairs. They were all watching it, um, like my missus family. And I was like, what are you doing? Like, it's a bit of a waste of time. Like, just didn't back myself at all. Yeah. And one of my mates was meant to get picked up and he sort of slid and I was like, oh, I knew he was talking to Collingwood, thought he'd go up pick on the 44. So I had no idea. Right. And then they said my name and I was just like, what? <sighs> like, everyone went off around me and I just sort of sat there like, nah. Shocked. Yeah, because they didn't have a photo of me, I don't reckon. Don't think they had my highlights. <laughs> Nothing, man. They just had like a blank screen and the people that were calling out were just like, I think, fuck, who's this? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then like, yeah, I think Eddie Bucks called me and I was like, what the fuck? I was just about to say, because I always love the people that call you first and things yeah. that they say. What, what did uh, Eddie McGuire say to you? Did, couldn't tell you, you eh? But I think even, he, even he, with Bucks? Nah, I reckon they probably just congratulated me and yeah. got around me. It was obviously pretty hectic. I reckon one of my best mates messaged my brother. was like, how's good? How good? And my brother's like, what do you mean? And I then he's no like, idea. your brother just got picked up. He's like, oh, fuck. Oh, my God. So, so, like, same with dad. Like, had no idea. But yeah, it was a pretty cool experience. Like. Yeah, and then I was in in Melbourne 12, 12 hours later. Oh, I always I always talk about with, with the pies guys that we've had on. Like everyone knows Collingwood's big, but like until you walk through the doors and yeah. go in the footy club and start to experience the fans, and then then you play a few games, and then you walk around the street, and everyone's like, "Oh, there's McCri-. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I've seen that you know mile with with Geordie and and other Collingwood players. Like, how's that sort of been for you? That surreal nature of. Like, did you know how big the footy club was before you got in there? No, nah, not at all. Obviously, like going back, I never watched too much footy, but you always know that Collingwood's like big. Like, I never hated them, never loved them, didn't really bother me. But yeah, when I went there, I was like, oh, it's a big club. This would be cool. But I even remember just like, I remember they was told me I was going to be living with Jack Crisp. And I looked him up and I was like, oh, this bloke looks scary, eh? Like, tattoos, <laughs> beard. Just had no idea who he was. And then I met him. I was like, oh, this bloke's He's the, the opposite. nicest guy ever. Yeah. Got, he's a, what's he, a father of two or three girls? Three to, three well, to three come. To come. Yeah. Third one's coming. Yeah. yeah, two daughters. So yeah. he's just, man, he's soft as a buttercup at yeah, home. Yeah, so can I didn't imagine. really 
expect too much. But then walked in the doors. First person me and Caleb met was um, Bucks. Right. Like, as he was walking out, we are walking in. I was like, oh, this is pretty full on, eh? Like, I at least knew who he was. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, getting noticed. I always, I've always flown under the radar with all my footy, eh? Like, yeah. Um, and then even in my first year or two, flew under the radar. So only sort of late last year to the early this year, I've started to get noticed. And I remember what – it might have even been on this potty, eh? I remember Geordie talking about, like um, – sitting there having dinner and you can see people like you always notice the people behind yeah. you talking about you or even when I go to like a local gym in the offie like man like, I talk about I talk about this with Jordy not to cut you off sorry but I, I feel uncomfortable yeah it's, like and I'm not even the player yeah do you know what I mean yeah 100% so I'm like imagine how you feel yeah like my ex-missus used to hate it just cause yeah. it's like it's a bit awkward in a way like I know you're talking about me <laughs> just like I'm, I don't think I don't know if people think I'm an angry scary person or anything but it's just like bro like even if I'm eating dinner, like I'd rather you not, but I'd rather you come up to me and just tap me on the shoulder and be like, hey, mate, like, nice yeah. to see you. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hope you're doing well. Or like, yeah, yeah, just little things. Like, yeah. It's tough, man. It's tough. But it also is cool, I think. Like, I think boys in their like 10th year, I get that it's probably a bit annoying sometimes, but yeah. like, I actually enjoy it. Like, if someone comes up to me and they know me, I'm like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> like, fuck, I must be doing something good. Pretty special. Yeah. yeah. Like, how often, how many people get that? I think um, you got to, you got to, if you don't embrace it, you're, you've, you've kind of fucked because yeah, you, you're not going to no. avoid it. Like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So you kind of have to get around it a bit. I don't think that. I've ever really said no to a photo just because it's like <laughs> that one or two seconds to take a photo makes their day. Like, yeah. especially to a young kid, man. Like, yeah. they go to school, tell all their mates about it. Like, that'd make their week. Absolutely. Year. Like, it's pretty exciting. Absolutely. So. Well, no, people are talking about you a lot more this year and you're, impact on the Collingwood Footy Club and it does not always like metric based. It's actually the things we spoke of, like effort based stuff, which is so important in AFL. And from a soccer perspective, like effort's always important, but like AFL it it, yeah, can like win you games. Like it generally can change things. And um like people are giving you more plaudits on that, which is which is pretty cool. Like how have you sort of assessed your footy this year um in relation to previous years and, and with how you're going? Yeah, I was pretty excited at the start of the year. I think round one was probably the best game of my career. Uh, <laughs> I had the most touches and kicked a couple, so I was excited. I was like, here we go. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think I've, this is definitely probably one of my better years. I had an absolute stinker a couple of weeks ago, but <laughs> we move on from that. Um, but, yeah, no, I think I'm just starting to believe in myself, a bit more confidence. Like, when I got the pill now, I don't look to get rid of it straight away. I can drive my legs. Like, I know I'm yeah. usually quick enough quick to get away. Fuck, so. Mate. I think the boys are starting to trust me more. Like you obviously have to play a few games to build that chemistry and I think they're trusting me with a bit more like run and bounce, take people on, um, kick goals and stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah, I think obviously the stuff I'm good at, like the tackling, the pressure, I think that helps. But then if I can run with the ball and help the boys as much as I can, I think that's where I'm, that's the next part of my game I want to get better at for sure. Yeah, yeah. You touched on like sort of not getting with the ball so quick and finding composure to, yeah. to utilize your skill sets, which some players in your team, I think like even watching TV, they make the game look slow. Like, oh. like the day cost boys to an extent, but, but Pendles, oh. it's like, it's like he's playing at different speed. Bro's slow and he makes everyone else look <laughs> slow. Like, yeah. He's just like, he's got so much time on his hands. I'm just like, how do you do that? Like yeah. if I'm quick, if I could do that, like I feel like no one could touch you. Yeah. But like no one can touch him and he's not fast. Like, I don't like, know. Always just, a step ahead. So composed, like he doesn't get flustered, and he just yeah. Even watching him step people and shit, I'm just like yeah. Still, what just happened. Just, like, how does that happen? Do you reckon he'll? Do you reckon he'll get the like gun for the games record? Do you reckon that's on his? Because he's still playing like 
good enough footy to keep going for oh, yeah. many years. You know what I mean? Like, it yeah, doesn't look like he's yeah. slowing down. No. I'm, which is kind of scary. What is he, 32, 34? No, he's 30, 35, I think, now. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I knew he's, like, low 30s, but, yeah. Oh, like, this is why people must love you at the pies. Yeah. yeah I love that. Yeah, yeah, I think, no, Pendles, is, Pendles would be 35, man. He, I mean, he played in the 2010 grand final, which is 13 years ago, and then he got drafted probably a year or two before that. Mate, that's like, yeah. yeah. You would have been, because you were born in 2001. Yeah. This is like, I mean, I, this is not doing pedals dirty at all, because, but like, do you know what I mean? He's been around a long time what? and still going at the at a high standard, which is. Yeah, I think speaking s- about that, like Reef McInnes, oh, I think no. he's closer in age with Pendle's son. Than he is with Pendle. Oh no, we can't do. We can't do that to Pendle. I'm so sorry, Scott. But that is no. He's a superstar. Yeah, he's a credit to him if he's still the way he's still going about it. Yeah, I can only imagine they must they must make you stand a bit taller when you run out of them. Yeah, you just back him in. Yeah, still like. Yeah, always backing me. He's so skillful, but he's he's only like he's not the biggest fella, but he always puts his head over the ball, which I love. And he's just yeah, they're just freaks. The thing that, and I haven't really met. Um, steel or, or pendles, but the thing that I noticed with them just from the outside is they seem like kind of super humble, like super, oh, yeah. super, like, um, good at being able to connect with blokes like yourself yeah. and then blokes that have been there for like 15, yeah. 16 years. Do you know 100%. what I mean? Like, yeah, both rippers, steel's an absolute ripper fella. I get along with yeah. steel really well. Um, well, like little like country fella, yeah, um, just cruisy, yeah. Just a all round good fella. I, I've never had a chance to ask a Pies player this because this is obviously uh, year one of captaincy for Darcy Moore, but like oh, he was always a superstar in in yeah. my eyes, and I think probably arguably the best defender in the comp on his day. But yeah. just from like his leadership style, like Collingwood as a club seemed to have just done everything right this year and yeah. made everyone endeared to them and, and loved them. But even Darcy Moore as a captain, like at the, the sort of front of that, he seems like just a great guy and a, a great leader in itself. Like what's, what's his sort of leadership style been like yeah. um, in your eyes? Yeah, he's been huge. I think when it was all, all up in there and who was going to be the captain, I think I got asked a lot on who I thought. Mm-hmm. And Did the players vote for it? Or was it coach Coach kind of came in and, and make the call? Cause, I don't remember. Uh, I love that. <laughs> Probably. Do you know yeah, what day, do you know, do you know what day it is? Nah, <laughs> that's shocking. Eh? I should know that. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I remember when everyone was asking me who I think I said, I just remember saying, like, I don't think it matters who. Yeah. Like, we've got so many leaders. Like, it wouldn't really matter yeah, who is probably. our designated leader. Like, we all know our job. But um, yeah, I think Darcy's unreal. Like, he speaks so well. Everyone trusts him. He obviously proves how good he is. He's a freak on the field. Yeah. Um, He's just a respectable person. Like, yeah, he's yeah. gun footballer, gun person off the field. So. And yeah, gun later as well. Yeah, the um the engagement he had with like Nicky Winmar and yeah. then his Anzac Day speech. Yeah, bro, I'm like, so well I was late. like, and I was like, I saw there was war veterans in the crowd like crying and stuff. Like yeah. that's how powerfully like. Oh, and he he's just so knowledgeable as well. I think. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he just yeah can't really speak high enough. Yeah, I, I did a post on this page like Darcy Moore for like PM as a joke like yeah. with a poll, and it was like it probably got off. But everyone was like yeah. legit. <laughs> I'm like, I, was, I just think <laughs> the like, comments, man. and it was like ridiculous. They absolutely everyone was like literally a hundred percent like yeah. I don't know how. Yeah, some people are just built different with that stuff. Eh? Yeah, like public speaking, like public speaking. That ain't me, but no, I know. Good on I, you I, if you can do it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> now I want to go to the rougher end of the stick because not from a footballing perspective, because he's superstar and as a bloke, I absolutely love Braden Maynard. But my favourite stuff about the pies and probably one of my favourite moments in AFL history is the moment he in the prelim last year when it was like uh, 
Brazzy went to body. To, to body, and yeah. then that early engagement, he like had him over the, the fence, fence. Like, yeah, right in front good, of the Sydney yeah. fans. And I was like, I'm I'm a Collingwood fan by allegiance, yeah. but I go for the Saints. But I was off my chair, like fucking yeah. effing and blinding at people, just like because yeah. I was pumped. That game was full on. Yeah, right? that was full on, right? But uh, obviously, whenever Braden comes into like a scuffle, and that's what I love about him, he protects his brothers. 100%. He's like first man in yeah. all the time, and he has a crack. And yeah, off the up. field, he's the night. He's like you know super super oh, nice bloke as yeah, well. He's just, yeah, which is funny. He's just got white line fever. Oh, big time. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Brazzy's a freak. Yeah. Gun footballers again. But um, like you said, yeah, he's very chilled off um, off the field, but he's also one of the funniest blokes I've ever met, I reckon. Yeah. He's full on. But um, on the field, yeah, he obviously, like you said, he's a tough player. He always looks after the boys and there's always biff in the um, in the back line. There's never much biff in the forward line. So, <laughs> yeah, because they can't catch you guys. Oh, I'm always on the bench or something, but yeah, Brazzy, yeah, he always sticks up the boys. He's a hard footballer and yeah, he's probably like, just his pressure in the back line, like he chases, he tackles, he hits hard. Like mm. I wouldn't want to play on him, that's for sure. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, he's a gun for sure. Yeah. And that prelim, I remember when he put Buddy over that fence, eh? And I was it's like, just like it was so pre- exo- I, I was like, yeah, I was like, I'll buy a Collingwood membership the next day well, oh, after I saw that. Do you know what I mean? Buddy's like a that's big, how big boy, massive. And Bruzzy had him like, by the scruff. <laughs> yeah, that got me up. Big yeah, time. yeah, that's yeah. the type of shit that he does though. Yeah, and shit like that, like that helps. Like fucking care. Yeah, you're having a crack and he like bleeds for his him team. doing stuff like that gets me up. If you know what I mean, and me and him sort of always we do this thing before, like when we're about to walk out, we all sort of line up and like just dab each other up. Mm. I mean, I always like me and Brazzy's always like do it, and then we're just like fucking. We know what to do. Like, yeah, let's have yeah. A, let, <laughs> I love you it. do it at your end. I'll do it at my end. Like, oh, just have I a crack. That. So no, that's a special thing. So. And people, because like he probably I don't think it overshadowed, but he was Brayden an um, uh, all Australian. He was in the squad last yeah, year. So yeah, so like he, he's actually like his football gun, IQ, yeah. his skill oh, yeah. set is up there and he's tough. It's almost like the complete footy player. 100%. Like that's, a, I really have that high opinion of him. So no. um, there's just so many assets. I mean, he could have been a Collingwood captain as well type type figure. Like there were yeah. so many options. You had Taylor oh, Adams. Now you say, I think we, we did vote A eh? because, <laughs> yeah. That's, there's probably going to be a few of your teammates me, yeah. watching this laughing, no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I always thought, even Brazzy, like, yeah. I like about him is just like, I reckon he'd be a great captain on the field. It'd just be like the media stuff because he's probably sort of similar to me Yeah, um, with the media stuff. But even him, like I spoke to him when I first got drafted. I was like, bro, I suck at this and I hate it. Yeah. But he was like, you'll get better. He was the same. And he's obviously a lot better now. But yeah, I think the media stuff has been Mate, you spoke spoke well on this. Yeah. I mean, maybe because this isn't like Channel 7 News going like, why are you going to play next week, bro? Yeah, that's a hard question. Yeah, do you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I can sort of swear and speak how I usually speak. Uh, well, I'm just going to fire off a few sort of quick answer ones at you because I know some of these, some sometimes some of the viewers and listeners love to hear them, but yeah. this, might, this is probably the most difficult one that might make you think, but welcome to AFL moment. Do you have a moment where you're like, holy shit, okay, this is this is the AFL? Maybe, oh, probably best moment in the AFL is probably when I kicked that goal against Carlton. That was pretty exciting. That was a sick goal. I didn't really... I'll probably never do that again. I didn't really mean to do it in the time, but yeah. I was pretty happy with it, yeah. What's your... Do you have a... a a team that you love to play against in regards to, it doesn't have to be from a performance point of view, but just like atmosphere, everything, meaning, yeah. or going back to Adelaide. I always like playing in Adelaide. Obviously, I missed the first three games there due to injury. I know. So that was pretty flattening. But um, What's it like playing footy at the Adelaide Oval? Is it pretty, Adelaide. is as spectacular as it looks? Yeah, I love it. Obviously, I played a bit there um, when I played at South. Um, so yeah, it's just an elite deck, good atmosphere. I reckon, I reckon the hill's sick. Yeah. And that just brings back a bit of like local footy vibe. Yeah, I love um, that. 
few bit boys on the hill having a you few beers. You see the TikToks and the videos shit, of people yeah. like, you know, drag scum. Yeah, they walk past with their four <laughs> beers and they've got a drop. Well, there's a new thing like with milk. Oh yeah, well, on there. yeah, that's that's a, yeah. that's South Australia, yeah, that's mate. A South Australian <laughs> thing, right? yeah. Like bro skull and milk. I don't know what the crack is there, but um, yeah, probably definitely playing Adelaide, and then obviously like yeah, Anzac days are hectic, like a minute of silence, and then yeah, when everyone erupts, like that's pretty exciting. Um, but then even like that prelim that we spoke about before in Sydney, like they had more fans than us. But I remember when we ran out, bro, like. I only heard Collingwood. We had that Collingwood chant, you know, they do the chant. I was yeah. just like, holy. Oh, yeah. Mate, I sp- I've spoken, to, I think I spoke about that on the podcast with Geordie. I was like, mate, the Collingwood fans that day, yeah. I've never seen anything like nah, it. And there was buses. Yeah. Was, just, oh, they had a private jet. Did they? Like, there, was, there was pocketfuls of Collingwood fans that were like going at Sydney fans. I, oh. I just remember like thinking, these guys are just ready to go. And I was just like, oh, imagine if we won that, man. <laughs> I know, I know. It was close. One I point, think, probably a bit of calm. I think it probably there, built eh? a bit of resilience for this year too because yeah. you guys have felt like pain, that yeah. same team. So we beat Sydney this year was a pretty good feeling. Yeah. I will keep on the South Australian theme, but uh, top three things to do in South Australia. Mate, you're a local. you got to give us this. Um, for me, it was probably – there's a local quarry behind my footy club. Right. So, um, and my mate's old house used to back onto that. So four wheel driving in there, motorbike riding in there, like every day after That's school. That's pretty cool. Like for months on end, like every day we'd go to his house, ride into the quarry and just, just have fun in there. It was out. so yeah. fun, yeah. That, yeah. Probably that. Um, probably the beaches. They're goaded. Mate, they, they piss on yeah, Victorian like, beaches, don't obviously they? obviously down south. So like Moana Beach is pretty close to mine is like, I reckon just the thing of being able to drive onto the beach is elite, which you can't do anywhere here. Yeah. So, like, me and my mates all have four drives, drive down there. They've all got jet skis. Put the jet skis in, do whatever, chill yeah. at the beach, ride the jet skis. Like, I reckon that's pretty – Yeah, the beaches are in Adelaide are, like, yeah. just scenic as well, like, yeah. picturesque kind of. Yeah, unreal. Like, especially when I – like, if any of the boys ever come down to Adelaide from here and we go down to Moana, they're like, oh, that's actually hectic. So yeah. nice down there. Beautiful. Um, One more. Third. What else? Mate, there's a lot of nice things in Adelaide. Um, maybe, you, you might my not third be... favourite thing, maybe a few beers down at Glenelg. Oh, great. That's yeah. a great call. One of my mates got a um, <clears throat> cafe, restaurant, bar. Yeah. Um, I'll give it a plug. Yeah, Terran Soul. There so, we go. Rocky, he's got a few <laughs> plugs. He'd be happy with that. Um, opposite the Mosley, which fair, oh, fair goes off. Great so place. That on a summer's night is a lot of fun. Oh, we love, we so, love Adelaide. They're probably my top three. Who's the... Most skillful player at Collingwood, in your eyes. Most skillful. Skillful. Who's the wizard? Um, older, probably still side bottom. Yeah, he's, I just, got, how he's he got can, wizard vibes, doesn't he? He's le- like left, right, but it's just like, you should see me kick on my left man. It's a disgrace. So, <laughs> oh, wait till you see me, bro. you be going all right. On both feet's pretty amazing. <clears throat> um, and then I'll put Pendles up there because he's just a freak of Special. all aspects of footy. But then young fellas, probably Finlay McRae. Really? Um, I don't know. There's something about him that he just, like, I just always see him, like, he's not the quickest bloke, but he, like, bursts out of the midfield and kicks goals from, like, 50 on both feet. Do you reckon, do you, is he someone that you can see making a big impact at the Pies going down the track? Yeah. yeah. I think, obviously, we've got a stacked midfield at the That's moment. That's the thing. But it's as it's soon so as, one of the hardest teams to get into. That's why it's a compliment to you that you play every week because yeah, it's not easy. Probably three of my close mates, like Josh Carmichael, Arlo Draper, um, Finlay McRae are probably the three main mids in the VFL and they're all pretty well knocking on the door, which is yeah. exciting. It's just like there's not really any room right now. But the best play- some of the best players in the competition, not yeah. just at Collingwood, yeah. like in the competition. So they're all fair killing it. Like Josh has been killing it. Finn's been killing it. Arlo, 
had a bit of a concussion situation going on for a while there, but Rose a fair freak as well. So yeah. it'll oh. be interesting, yeah. We love that. And now this one's a bit of a left field, but who's got the best style? Who's got the best swagger? Because I know you're starting a clothing label. Yeah, so there's a few again. I know, hey. there's a lot of drippy lads it's out like there. Q. So. I was at Quino, who oh, had he would here. love you saying that, Q. Yeah, I always get around him. Um, yeah, he's he's up there. And then probably just like Pat Lipinski's like the clean cart, like always yeah. looks fresh. We always talk about shoes and stuff. Tommy Wilson. Tommy Wilson. Yeah, he's um, fair kills it with the clothing, especially the shoes. His shoe game's hectic. And yeah, probably, I reckon it's, it used to be my first year, right? it used to be like a fashion show, I reckon, <laughs> walking in every morning, but now it's just like trackies and hoodies. Would, would you reckon that would be cool in AFL if they adopted more of the yeah. NBA style? Like, 100%. I don't understand why, like it's, like, yeah. we should do that. I remember AFL's even, a perfect sport to do it in too, because. Oh yeah, and you get the walk-in shots. Because people actually be interested in, in AFL, like other sports, yeah. it's not as well followed. But like, uh, if, Yeah, I reckon like even in my first year, there's a few shots of me and I had like. Just like classic, like fresh Air Forces on, and then when blue dunks were a thing, like when they were popping off, like I wore them. And as far as then, it sort of blew up. And it's just like when you got brand deals, it's probably a bit harder. Well, yeah, but, I guess. But yeah, like I reckon if you could wear your own, if they sort of put more of an emphasis on wearing cool shoes, obviously yeah. it's a bit hard with the clothes because we wear Collingwood kit, but. Even the shoes would be a good start. I, uh, I would love to see it because I also think it's a business opportunity for a lot of players too. Yeah. And lads would like, start wearing like. Dior's oh like man, you get Gucci you get all of the brands calling you. Oh, 100%. like, hey, mate, can you rock this on the on Anzac Day? You're walking in the G. Like, well, I well, think Cody Waitman's got a gig with StockX or something. Eh? Oh, really? I don't know if that's hundred percent true, but yeah, I'm pretty sure it's just pretty hectic. And that's the type of stuff you want. Who knows? I, I feel like AFL might adopt it one day. I don't know, but I think I think it's cool. That's one of my favorite things about the NBA. I think it shows a bit of your personality as well. Yeah, because you also get the odd guy that just comes in like tracky and like done like volleys and like doesn't give a shit. And I also love that too because I'm like he doesn't give a fuck about this. Yeah, shit. Yeah, my locker buddy Will Hoskin-Elliot Elliott's probably the best example for that. Oh, <laughs> really? He's a ripper. He's probably. I've like- heard I've heard Will Hoskin Elliott is like a freak um, from a footy perspective in regards to he can do everything. Yeah, yeah, Hold which on. like. like- like from a training ground perspective, even on the field, left foot, right foot, be a mark. funny man to have in here because he's really? probably similar to me, but yeah, similar to me in a way. But um, yeah, he just doesn't care. Like he <laughs> loves his footy and he's gun footballer. Mm. Like off field, like he's just the cruisiest, he's just biggest the, family guy I've ever met. And I respect those athletes, man. Because oh, yeah. I think I think they're it's just as important to be that way as you know. Some people are obsessed. Had but, such a good career and probably flown under the radar, but yeah. He's so important to our team. I think the I think maybe I don't know across the competition, but definitely the Pies fans. I think they really value Hoskin Elliott. Oh, 100%. Like they they love him. That's for uh, sure. Yeah, I think our team does as well. Like yeah. the role he plays, um, such an unselfish role. And he's when he when he needs, he can sit on people's shoulders. Like he can run all day. Yeah, that's what I mean. He can do everything. He I, he did a centre bounce the other like I might have even been last year, and he won it. <laughs> they won the centre bounce, so he's like one and zero for centre bounces. So he's done well there. So uh, but yeah, no, he's a gun. Uh, mate, you're such a great footy club. There's there's probably one last question I, I want to ask, which, as I always say, the listeners out there will know what it is, but we test three key traits to success, obviously sports and business. And it'll be interesting with you because you're obviously a little bit more laid back with some of these, but um, out of resilience, drive and ambition, all are important, obviously, but which one for you was kind of critical to A, getting picked up and then B, now being in the, the starting 22 every week for you? Were they? Resilience, drive or ambition. We drive, drive. I'd say, just yeah. wanting it, yeah, and having that crack, and I don't know. My thing's always you just got to have a bit of dog in you, eh? yeah. Because like, you must have that. I did, like you've like, kind of undersold yourself in the sense of like you you weren't sure what was going to happen, but then again, I'm like, man, you're playing in the best twenty two every week. Yeah, I think like 
it goes such a long way. It's such a little thing and you either have it or you don't, I reckon. Yeah. I think the blokes that have it, like you can tell they just have that not killer instinct, but just like can do that thing that needs to be done. Like just yeah. that dog moment. You know Mate, what I, mean? I love that. Cause sometimes, you know what I, for me, when I play sport, I got dog, yeah. but like when I, when I don't play, I'm like, fuck, what is, where, where do I put my dog now? Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? I don't know what to do. <laughs> I don't know who yeah. I am. You know, no, type that's stuff. it. So I think even like, even like local footy, bro, like watch my brother play. Like I spoke to his coach the other day and he was like, what's missing? I was like, it's even local footy, man. You just got to have that dog. Like you just got to have fucking crack. Yeah, right yeah. Like it doesn't matter how skillful you are. Mm. If you want it enough and try hard enough, you'll get it. Like. Absolutely. And I think that's my thing. Like I'm not the most skillful bloke out there, but I just have a crack. Which and has got you so much respect and yeah, plaudits from people. I sort of speak with Skip, like our um, midfield coach. He's just like, he loves my last quarter. Mm. It's just like, I hate giving up and I mm. hate losing. Mm. I never used to worry about it. Eh? Like losing didn't really bother me, but now like, like yeah, that. I'm not. I'm going to try my hardest to win that <laughs> each, which is probably a good thing. But absolutely, yeah, man. Like, I hate losing. You got to try hardest, I guess. So. Well, good on you, bro. We, I absolutely love your game. I love what you're about. I love that you're chill as well, <laughs> even though you're not when you come on the footy yeah, field. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, mate, we hope that the pies keep winning because you guys have been so fun to watch. And I know you've been following this show for a bit as well. So thank you very much yeah, for that. Nah. Appreciate you coming over. It's been good. Thanks, bro. We we'll appreciate nah, it. Cheers, bro. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you for tuning in. Are you a podcaster? Maybe you've got that big idea and you're looking for a network to join. The multi-award winning Ozcast Network can get your content to eyes and ears all over the world. Join now for the first month free and you could be featuring this sound at the beginning of your podcast. Ozcast. Simply head to ozcastnetwork.com for details.